0: Welcome to TikToking. I am your host, Kevin Hughes, and today we get to talk meditation. And not only meditation, we go a little bit deeper than meditation. We talk about sacred sex. Yep, that's right. Hold on to your britches, boys, because you're about to go from six to noon real quick. I'm just kidding. But in all seriousness, I have Simi Gosling on the show today. She's absolutely amazing, and she is an expert in meditation and just so much fun to talk to and was just an all-around great guest. You guys are really going to enjoy this one. So, without further ado, let's talk about some sacred sex with Simmy Gosling this week on TikToking with me, Kevin Hughes. Enjoy.
1: TikToking,
0: TikToking, where creators come to play. TikToking, TikToking, find out what
1: to say.
0: Tick-tocking, a tick-tocking,
1: fascinating interview.
0: tick talking, a tick-tocking, tick-tocking with Kevin Hughes. Simi, how are you? I'm
1: good, thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, of course. And it was a little bit different this time. You actually reached out to me and... I'm super excited about it because, you know, I have a lot of people that say, oh, I'll do it, I'll do it, but they don't really have the content or the personality. No offense to anybody, but there are just certain people that I like to have on the podcast. And once you reached out to me, I went and looked at some of your stuff and it was really interesting. And I think the thing that caught my eye right away is when you wrote me and told me you'd only been on TikTok for a short amount of time and you had over 300,000 followers. And that that's crazy. And how did you do that?
1: Um, so it's crazy because I actually started with posting a couple of videos about what I was teaching at the time, which was around sacred sex. And I thought that it was going to be like my own little corner of the internet and people would only find it if they really looked for it. I had no idea that my videos would get... 17 million 6 million 5 million views over and over again and then people just transitioned into wanting to learn all about this healing side that came with it and it just evolved from there and it just it's crazy every day i look it's gone up 10 15 20 thousand it's incredible
0: yeah that's really incredible i mean i've i've had a couple of videos go viral but it seems like every video you're posting is going viral and that's amazing was it your very first video that went viral right away or how many videos did you post before you actually went viral?
1: No. So I actually posted like four, um, videos and they had like, 10 views, five Mm -hmm. views, three views. And I was like, man, I don't know, like if this is going to work or if it's going to do anything. And I was like, don't give up, just keep, keep doing it. And then my sixth one, I posted it and I went to bed and I woke up in the morning and it was like at 200,000. And just since then, it's just snowballed, which is amazing.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely amazing. Did you notice that you did something different with that video? Did you do the hashtags a little different or did it just so happen
1: to catch? I think that it's just my style of video that people have really caught on to. like having the visual in the background and then having the writing with the music is something that people are kind of relating to. They can pause it, they can read it, they can go back to it without having to listen to it again and again, Um, Mm. is what's really worked for me. I've done two speaking videos and I found that People don't really want to listen to me speak. They want to know the information, and they want to they want to get the content. So, that's just what's working for me right now, and that's just what I'm going to keep rolling with. So,
0: yeah, that's absolutely amazing. And I should have started off uh, this way, but where are you from?
1: I'm from Melbourne, Australia.
0: Oh, I Down love under. the accent, by the way.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, in these videos, you basically give us a, I guess, a quick. A visual of what you do in your TikTok videos, so the listeners can kind of understand what we're t- we're talking about.
1: So, in most of my TikTok videos, it's myself and my partner, and it's us t- having a conversation. We might be cuddling, etc. And I then bring up different uh, couples tips. Um, some of them are surrounding sacred sex and different. Um, topics relating to that. Others are more a holistic counselling point of view. I have my certificate in holistic counselling, meditation, shadow work, and diploma in tantric. So I like to kind of hybrid blend and teach something called sacred sex and also do the psychology part as well. So it's all relating to that. Um, Yeah, but most of the videos are uh, just him and I hanging out in the background.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. And I, I did notice that. And and those are the ones that you were talking about earlier that have really just caught the eye of millions of people. And I think it's really cool. And can you go into a little bit of detail? And this is, you can talk however you would like on here. There's no filter. Um, but a little bit about what sacred sex is.
1: So sacred sex is what I've decided to call what I teach so I did a diploma in Tantra and if you start digging into Tantra you quickly realize that it's very different from original scriptures there's a lot of religious and spiritual backing behind it that it's a little bit almost I dare say offensive how much we've just stripped it away and kind of been like oh it's for great orgasms when for them it was like about reaching enlightenment and worshipping these certain gods and entities so I really didn't want to offend anyone I didn't want to argue with anyone so I created uh, Sacred Sex which is where I have taken principles that I've learned from that. And then also from my shadow work and holistic counseling to look at the whole approach of fixing our mindsets and becoming really present and vulnerable with our partners, because some of those principles have outstanding reasons Like there's a reason it keeps getting more and more popular. I think we just need to redirect of the argument of who's right and who's wrong, because once we start getting into that, that's when what we're trying to teach gets lost in translation. So For um, what I teach, it's all about um, getting into like a meditative sex practice. Um, It's all about being really vulnerable and letting each other's walls completely come down.
0: Huh. Yeah, that's really interesting. And to me, and and trust me, anything I say, I am not educated in this whatsoever. (laughs) So if I sound ignorant, whatever I say, do not take offense because I mean no offense (laughs) by it. But by what you're explaining, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Avatar, but I kind of feel mm-hmm. like the way they made it in Avatar is kind of like the same, I guess, process of what you're describing.
1: Yeah, yeah. So pretty much, that's a very good analogy.
0: Okay. <laughs> awesome. And, and so when did you decide this was something that you really wanted to get into?
1: So it's crazy because um, I'm going to be very vulnerable here on on your podcast, but I've, sure. I struggled really badly with mental health for about 10 years. And I just kind of felt like I'd given up. Like I had tried just everything. And then it wasn't until about like a year ago, I was like, I really need to sort this out. And I just started doing the inner work and everything I could and really reflecting and looking back on myself and, and who I was. And in that space, I started going on on this healing journey and doing all the right things. And then it wasn't until a couple of months later, I was like, but what about like the sex side of things? Like there's so much shame in Western culture about like, is she a slut? Is he can't cry? He can't be vulnerable and all these other issues that still play a part in our everyday lives and hold us back from turning up from our true selves and I think once I realized like hey like there's this little untapped area I really want to help people step into their own power not just sexually it, in their whole lives um, I really really went for it and this is an amazing thing about TikTok is because I, I thought that's all I was going to do and I was just going to stay in that bubble and stay in that corner but as you can see with like some of my shadow work um, videos and stuff like that, like TikTok is just like, you're going to be your most authentic self and you're going to do it right now. And there's no room, you can't hide. Like TikTok will make you be the most authentic because that's what people love is like that hundred percent authenticity.
0: Yeah. And when you first started, so obviously you probably started in just uh, what we just know as like basic meditating, correct? Yes. And then when you Kind of learn that, and you feel the difference while doing that. At what point and how do you learn to incorporate sex with that?
1: So basically, I always say to people that they should learn to meditate on their own first, and then in my e-guide, I talk about like the steps on how to take it into a sexual practice. So there's different types of meditation. So meditation isn't just lying like on the bed or sitting cross-legged on the floor. It's giving your undivided focus attention to one thing. So I teach people to give their undivided attention to the sensation that they might be feeling say in the groin and then, from there, it helps them get out of their head and stop worrying about the doubts and the insecurities, etc. And then from there, they can start reaching like more of a movement meditation where they're focusing on just being fully present in the movements in their body. And um, from there, people go on to do a, kind of like a Zen meditation, which is like just being fully present and experiencing it. Um, and that kind of opens the door to then going into looking more into specific, you know, neo-tantra as what tantra is known today and, um, Taoism and all these other areas. But by giving people those guided basic first steps, they can start to unlock a whole new sensations that they haven't felt for so long because they've been so disconnected in their, in their thoughts and their worries.
0: And when you give classes, is it remotely or do you have in-person classes?
1: I just did an in-person workshop this weekend, just been, and it was amazing. Um, It's obviously fully clothed, but I get them to do certain exercises such as like touching each other's hands and just focusing on what they're actually feeling and letting them kind of feel what they're meant to be experiencing when they go home. I also have my guides online that people can read and um, start to incorporate some of those practices.
0: And when people come to you for their initial, I guess, consultation, is it because they're struggling in their intimacy life or are they just wanting to learn something new or want to take it kind of like how you did with meditation and just take it to that next level?
1: I think that it's a bit of a combination of all. Some people want to just try that whole sacred sex side. They've always had a curiosity. Other people come to me because of issues within the intimacy of their relationship, because as much as it's a sexual practice, by learning our sex wounds and talking to our partners about them, it creates a whole new level of communication. So it radiates throughout your entire relationship in other areas. If you can say to your partner, honestly... Oh my god, that was great, but I was so in my head because of work and I'm so stressed out and the other person doesn't take it personally and goes, "Okay, well, what can I do to help you?" Then when you're when you're talking about like what kitchen plates you're going to buy, that's like now an easy conversation. You're not going to you're not going to worry about that anymore. It's going to be easy. So it it comes in all different areas.
0: Okay. And with your experience now with you and your partner Did you bring up the conversation of wanting to try this or was he already kind of uh, participating in the meditation and that conversation just kind of came about naturally?
1: We both had a very holistic lifestyle when we met each other. We both had started on that inner work journey, but we really catapulted each other into it even more I think you think you've healed yourself as a person and then you get into a relationship and they just reflect every single wound at you 10 times harder and you've got to do even harder and work through them so as that was kind of happening we were like okay what about this? Like, let's try this. So it was a bit more me and it was something I always wanted to do. So I kind of brought it up a few times just to like test the waters. And then finally it was like a big, big yes. And he kind of brought it up and I was like, Oh my God, perfect. <laughs> and then I, I don't think he was expecting me then to like nosedive into it and post into, you know, 17 million people, but <laughs> I did. <laughs> and,
0: and how, uh, how did he react and how did you react after trying it for the first time and what differences could you tell after one time, um, you know, uh, based on what, you know, how your intimacy has been in the past.
1: So the first time definitely felt a difference physically and with like the sensations. And then also the conversations, like our conversations drastically changed of trying to, heal those wounds and look at other aspects of it and it yeah it just kind of evolved from there I find that with people they kind of try it once and they might not get much and that's okay it just means that there's some more things in their head that they might need to work through it can take quite a few sessions to really get some results some people it might take months it's really up to the individual but it's always just best not to get discouraged because it it can take time depending on the individual's
0: And when you do your seminars, you said you had one, is it a full weekend that they, they, they go there for eight hours, come back the next day type of thing? Or how does that work?
1: No. So mine was a two and a half hour workshop. So I give them copies gotcha. of my book to try, um, at home. I basically just talk them through the book and I go in a little bit more about like experiences they might feel and like sharing energy a bit more than I can talk about on TikTok. Sure. Um, cause TikTok already hates me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've already been told off a few times. <laughs> so, um, Yeah, it's just like going a little bit more in depth and giving them a little bit more one-on-one information and and my time to help with their specific issues.
0: And so when you say you give them a copy of your book, have you written a book about this?
1: Yeah, so I've got got two um, books. They're more e-guides. So it's like um, talking – one of them is – the basic steps to go through it, and then the positions, and then I actually rewrote it because people became very fixated on the positions. And mm. the biggest thing is, is it's not about the positions. You've got to fix the pilot, not the plane. So you've got to change your mindset. Changing the position won't change anything long term. Once you change that mindset, you can have your good old faithful, and it be a completely different experience. Or you can even be looking at each other from across the room, and you're like, wow, like. I totally see you in a different light. I'm totally turned on by this. And you you feel those barriers come down. As soon as we get emotional in our relationships, sex is usually the first thing to go. So a big part of what I teach is learning to find gratitude in the smallest of things with your partners because gratitude is the opposite of resentment. And then you can go from there. Okay.
0: That, this is very interesting. And I, and I'm, I'm very fascinated by this whole process. I, I honestly... Up until I saw your content, I didn't really know anything about it. I've seen I've seen people, you know, I've seen things in movies were spoofs and but I've never really seen it in reality and and I'm very intrigued to be honest. and that's why I'm kind of picking your brain and wanting to know <laughs> a little bit of everything. but it, it, it's when when we live in these busy lives that we have as adults, I mean, When you're married and or you're in a long-term relationship, and you lose that that part of you, like you were talking about, I mean, how to if one person can kind of take your emotions to a level like you can look at that person across the room and be like, "Oh, I'm turned on by this," but how do you get that other person to react?
1: Well, I think it's a lot of the questions and the activities I do. You both kind of have to be at a point where you want to work on it. And a great way I with my content is to be like, Hey, I found this sacred sex coach and sell them the sex aspect. And then be like, surprise, it's also hidden therapy. Um, and that kind of helps people get the ball rolling and going with it. But if you both put in that inner work and start to see each other in different lights, then that's when it can really transform into something different.
0: Have you ever had individuals come to you and, and just I guess they're afraid to approach their significant other with wanting to attend something like this. Maybe they think that it would offend them, like they're not being good enough for them or something.
1: I've never had anyone in that aspect. I have a lot of people comment on my TikToks being like, how do I get my partner to try this? How do I open up the door to that? Um, I, on my workshop on the weekend, I actually had a, a girl bring her partner as a surprise and he found out like when he got there and his face just like hit the floor and it totally threw me as well because I was like, he doesn't want to be here. <laughs> um, but he actually ended up loving it, which was great. So I think it's, I think it's a hard one because people assume that maybe they're lacking something, but it's it's never about lacking. It's just about making our conversations more more normal and, and going further. We don't have to be stuck in our heads and stuck with these sex wins placed on us from society. Like, I think my biggest message to everyone is that it can be better. It, it all gets better.
0: And for people like myself who are in Australia, is there a way to... Contact you and still take a workshop, or do you recommend someone that you may know that is maybe closer to where each individual lives?
1: I actually am kind of tossing up with this idea at the moment whether I do an online workshop or whether I do a little American tour because I have a lot of US followers and mm-hmm. I have a sign up on my email to know when workshops are being released, and 98% of them. From America, so I'm not sure which way I'm going to go with it yet. I would love to just come to America to holiday anyway, and this is a total bonus. So yeah, stay tuned maybe
0: tick-talking, mm-hmm. tick-talking with Kevin Hughes. How long have you been on TikTok now?
1: Five weeks.
0: Five weeks, and you're at 309,000 yeah. followers. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, 309,000 followers and nearly 48 million total views.
0: Wow, that's super impressive. So what made you decide to take that step and get onto TikTok? Um, I don't know where you were or did you do like YouTube originally or were you doing Instagram or what all social media platforms were you using?
1: I was using Instagram, and in my personal opinion, it's super dead. It's so Mm -hmm. saturated, and it's at a point where it's just people yelling information at each other, and there's no Mm -hmm. one really there consuming the content. And I just wasn't getting any book sales. I was getting nine likes a post. And then I finally was like, you know what? I'm going to have to suck this up and do the videos. And I went on to TikTok. And I actually started writing the text because I was like, I'm too scared to speak. (laughs) And (laughs) funnily enough, that's what people actually love about my videos. Um, So that really worked for me. But I have a background in marketing as well. So I run another creator, um, C Finney. He's a small creator. He's got like 40,000. So I'd kind of already done it with him. So I had a good idea of like what trends and how to kind of go along with things. But it was yeah obviously a lot more than i anticipated
0: it's crazy how overnight something like that can just transform into something huge and you know if if this has been 5 weeks a lot of people try years and years to get to the point where you're at in 5 weeks so i can only imagine what another 5 weeks is going to do mm-hmm. for for not only your tiktok but for your business and and it's really exciting cuz like i said i'm f- super fascinated by all of this. And I think that you coming to the US is, it's, I think it's going to happen. And I think it's a, it's a fantastic idea. And I think you would get so much participation. (laughs) I really do. Yeah,
1: It's interesting, because if you spoke to me six weeks ago, my life was just in such a different place. I was feeling like I was really struggling with the marketing and how to get this out there. And now, like five weeks later, it's just, Incredible. Like, I'm doing podcasts all the time, and you know, I'm talking to different people about doing workshops. I'm waking up every day, and people are like, I love your content. And I think one thing that I would really want people to know in terms of using TikTok is everyone has that fear of posting of like that old group of friends and what they're going to say, and blah, blah, blah. People that are going to speak shit are going to speak shit regardless. So, you might as well let them speak shit and do well.
0: <laughs> right.
1: So just parse, and, guys. Yeah.
0: guys. <laughs> By the way, as a podcaster myself, I think this would make an amazing podcast. If If you ever need help or decide that you want to take it to that level, <laughs> let me know and I can give you any information you need. But I think it would be very interesting to kind of hear all the different scenarios and situations that you have been involved in and mm-hmm. and how you do your classes and stuff I think it would make for great content as well.
1: Thank you. I um I actually have something in the works that might be getting filmed. So Oh, very cool. That's yeah, is very exciting. But obviously very early days so I don't want to say anything just yet, but sure. yeah. It's it's exciting. I didn't realize so many people would be so interested.
0: Yeah. I think, you know, at least to my knowledge and, you know, that's, you know, that that, it's not much as far as all this, but I think that it is very, maybe more common outside the U.S. So the more that it comes into the U.S. and it's something new and people haven't discovered it yet, I think it's going to grow into something absolutely amazing here. And I think with you starting off this way, and if it grows into something big, I absolutely see the opportunity for you to have a big part in the growth here in the U S and that's, and that's really cool. I think that's a, an awesome opportunity. And I think just from speaking with you right now, I can tell that it's something you're very passionate about and that you would love something like that. And I hope the best for that, you know?
1: Thank you. I think it's, yeah, it's super cool when we can take kind of these Eastern philosophies and not really have um, cultural inappropriation, but teach them in ways that suit Western couples is absolutely amazing. Um, it really kind of opens people's eyes to what else is possible for their healing lives and inner lives, their relationships. So it's all very exciting.
0: Yeah. And so what are your ultimate goals with social media now that you're kind of growing and it's kind of just hit you like a ton of bricks? Like, have you thought about what you would ultimately like to achieve?
1: I think ultimately my real deep down passion is kind of taking spirituality and science and where science can like support spiritual practices and things that we can once consider quite woo-woo. And then we're like, oh wait, but meditation actually lowers cholesterol and it, um, regulates our heart rate and brings down cortisol levels. Like it's incredible. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's kind of the area that I really want to grow into because I started posting a lot of the sex stuff and then I started posting the questions and I wrote, um, uh, healing love. And then that became more popular than the sex book. And I'm like, okay, I can kind of see where like TikTok and the universe are kind of pushing me down this rabbit hole that I ultimately want to get into. So I think that I'm just going to keep rolling with it and seeing where it goes and if I can incorporate more of that and get people reflecting on what else is possible, then then I'm happy.
0: Yeah, and so far with your experience on TikTok, is there something that you have kind of discovered on TikTok that you kind of enjoy the most about that platform?
1: Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I think it's just the level of niches. You can be so, so, so niche and people will just love it. People love authenticity. And I felt like when I was posting on Instagram, I had to be quite fake and had to be quite like, hi guys, like very like spiritual and (laughs) soft and on TikTok, it's like very the opposite. I'm like, speak nicely. And like in the comments, I'll be like, fuck. And like everyone loves it. And it's just great because you can really be your true self. Once you're your true self, you, your people will find you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And do you ever go live on TikTok?
1: I do, but, but very rarely. Um, I, I've done a few, but I I stay on for like five minutes and kind of give my ramble and and run away. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, in those five minutes, what do you usually uh, try and discuss with the the people watching?
1: I usually talk about uh, topics related to, say, a book that's coming out, or um, I just release like sixty five questions to improve intimacy and I went on and like spoke about them and gave like tips on how they can ask the questions from a really um, loving space and avoid arguments and conflicts because I didn't want to be responsible for divorces Um, and that was kind of like that general idea for um, that live but it's yeah I struggle with them so much because I'm not I'm not super talking friendly on tiktok (laughs)
0: Well, you're doing great here, so yeah. I, I could, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I could I, I could see you not having any issues doing a live, but maybe the, the, having the interaction with me is helping a little bit. I'm not sure, but...
1: <laughs> I think I like the podcast because I forget I'm on a podcast. Like, I think I'm just talking to you. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, and that's what I love about this, honestly. I mean, I, I try not to hound you with questions, but I like to really just make it seem like, you know, it's just two people getting to know each other and kind of hanging out and having a conversation.
1: I love it. You do an excellent job.
0: Oh, well, thank you so much. Now with your two books, uh, and you only have two, correct? Yes. Um, are those available for our listeners if they wanted to uh, uh, pick those up?
1: Yes, yeah, So I've got um, the two books and it's Beginner's Guide to Sacred Sex and uh, Healing Love. Healing Love is more focused on the whole holistic approach of it. Um, it's definitely the best seller. And then I've also got um, a question prompt card game that people can play with 65 questions, and they're all on my website, jaracademy.com. Uh,
0: and it's, it's uh, can you spell that for everybody listening?
1: J A H Academy.com.
0: So your partner, when you started doing these TikToks, how did he feel about the instant success that you've received and the the positive feedback about it all?
1: Um, he's happy for me, but he also hates me right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why is that?
1: <laughs> he just, I remember there's one video that's got 17 million and I posted it and within two hours it was at like 3.5 million and I was like oh this is easy gonna be over 5 million and he went 5 million and like he just (laughs) like was like you don't realize how many people that is it's like bigger than um Melbourne and then I was like oh yeah and like to me I'm so like this is amazing and he's like everyone I know has seen this (laughs) um so I think he kind of signed up thinking that it was just going to be some tiny little little thing and he was just going to help support me. And now I get to parade him to, to millions of people. So he's stuck with me now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Have you received any, uh, anybody approaching you outside where you live now and kind of saying, Oh, I've seen you on TikTok," or asking you questions that maybe they didn't know what you did for a living. And, and now they're very intrigued and want to know more.
1: I think it's interesting because with any TikTok success, one thing that I've learned is like people come out of the woodworks from all different places. Like people I haven't spoken to in years, like, Oh my God, I saw this. Um, People try not and pry too much into the content. I'm not sure if they're a a little bit more embarrassed because they know me and they don't want to reveal their sex lives. I find Mm. that I get the most intimate questions from strangers online. Sometimes I wake up in the morning because in the US, it's during the day. And I wake up in, in my morning and it's all people being like, my partner's <laughs> penis is this size and what about this? And I'm like, oh my God, I need a coffee before we talk about different penises size. <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: and I yeah. wonder about that, you know, because people who struggle with with intimacy because of issues like that... I mean, will this uh, this process help those people?
1: I think definitely. It, I made a TikTok about this actually where I was explaining to people, you know, it's not about the position, it's about your mindset and how the same position can be a different experience. And I got a few uh, comments being like, this is a cop out. And I'm like, but I, you guys genuinely know what's best for your bodies. You you do. The only thing that you need to change is is your approach to it. You can add in all the toys and the accessories and everything else you like later. But if you can't work on that original stuff to be fully present, they're only going to take you 10% of the way anyway.
0: And does it, when you say present, how long, just out of curiosity, I guess on an average, because I'm sure it varies, but how long does it take for a person to get in that present mind mindset?
1: I think it depends on their history and what they've really got going on in their life. I find that even with myself now, if I'm super stressed, it's, I struggle. As, as soon as there's lots on my plate, I'm I'm thinking about the grocery list and um, the <laughs> podcast and the, this, you know, like these yeah. things happen and it's so normal and it's so okay. Um, so it, it really depends if, if anyone's meditated before it's, it's kind of like meditation. Sometimes you lay down and meditate and instantly you're like in this deep state of, you know, trance and you're like, this is amazing. And then sometimes you lay there and you're like, I'm just staring at the back of my eyelids right now. Um, but it, it all depends and it, and it can change. And I think that's why I always say, don't be disheartened because the first time even I did it, I kind of was like, okay, yeah, I can get the concept, but my walls aren't really like there yet. And it, and it took a while to, to, kind of just step into that role.
0: What are, I guess, the biggest positives that you felt immediately after starting to meditate?
1: Uh, my mental health like was incredible difference. Just being able to think clearly. I went on to study my, um, certificate in holistic counselling and one thing that we learn is just the complete health benefits that actually come with it not just your mind but your body being able to feel when you get into that state of fight or flight so much quicker and there's so many uh, resources coming out now explaining how meditation reverses the effects of fight or flight and once you can realize that state in your everyday life, you kind of take control of your mindset again. You take control of your life again. It's it's such a, an amazing tool. Even if you guys aren't interested in sacred sex and you're listening to this, I highly recommend trying a meditation practice and it doesn't have to be what you guys think it is where you're sitting on the floor cross-legged there's so many different ways there's movement meditation which is dancing freely in the kitchen you can do concentrated meditation where you're staring at one object you can do a guided visual meditation you can go on a walk and just be really present and focus on what's happening around you and that's a form of meditation so it doesn't just have to be what the stereotype of meditation is
0: And for the listeners that are here, do you have uh, things on your website that kind of explain all of this that they can go in and read and kind of, you know, debate on which one they would like to try or what suits them best, I should say?
1: Not yet, but actually at the end of the week, I have a resource coming out, um, which is called Healing Me and it's kind of like the sequel to Healing Love and it's going to be all different techniques and resources on how people can incorporate more mindfulness into their lives and include five different types of meditations that people can listen to and play around with and and feel for
0: when you were younger did you envision yourself kind of going into some sort of of a spiritual type career or were your plans something completely different and this just grew on you as you got older
1: This is a really great question. Um, No, I did not see myself going into this space at all. And I am the first person to put my hand up and say, I probably wasn't the best person when I was in my mental health journey. You know, I didn't want to be honest with myself. I didn't want to look at the truth of my actions. I didn't want to look at the truth of um, how much I was suffering was affecting other people. and um, that's the really unfortunate thing about mental health is it does make us selfish or come off as selfish in a way, even though we don't intend to. So I really didn't think that I would ever be in this space or be in a position to even help other people because I for so long was this in a state of hurting everything around me because I was hurting so badly inside. So I think more than my TikTok, more than the books, more than everything, that's the thing that I'm most proud of is just to see the contrast. And I also want to be an advocate for people to be like, hey, it's okay. Like if you were like that, it doesn't matter. The past is gone. It's about who you become now and stepping into your true potential and just owning it. And But don't just accept it and hide. You can accept it and step out into the world and go, you know what? Sorry about that, but here I am now. Let me help.
0: And, and you're doing this full time now, correct?
1: Yes. Full time. So do you?
0: Sorry. Oh, go ahead.
1: Um, yes, yeah, so I'm doing this full time and I'm studying my master's of holistic counseling to take that even further with a post grad in mind body medicine, um, just because the TikTok success has encouraged me just to deep dive even further.
0: Yeah. And I guess the reason I asked that is, did you, before, prior to this, did you work that really fast paced, always stressed out type of job?
1: Yeah. I, um, owned an e-commerce store during my early twenties and that taught me never to sleep and to wake up in the middle of the night and check Instagram. (laughs) This was like when all the big influencer posting thing was happening. So, um, I did that. And then I finally kind of got really burnt out from that and stepped into a, an events job uh, last year, which was just the worst thing I could have done for my mental health because <laughs> it's this continuous stress. And then, yeah, now it's now it's cool. It's It's fun. It's exciting. It's different.
0: Yeah. And that's what I was going to say. Do you feel so much relief as far as working in you know, an event type uh, career, going to something more, I guess, more tended to be relaxing and and really trying to free your mind. I mean, I, I, when I'm, I guess where I'm trying to go with is the weight on your shoulders has to be substantially lower, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's crazy because I found even probably in the first week of like my TikTok blowing up i quickly fell back into old habits of that i had done with the e-commerce store and getting really stressed out and checking like the comments in the middle of the night and then i literally had to like give myself a pep talk and be like you're teaching people how to chill the fuck out so chill the fuck out you know what yeah. i mean um, yeah. so now i like make myself like i might like, set a time i'm like it's been an hour like go do a little bit of yoga for a second and then come back and it's interesting because i think that it has really helped reflect in not just my content and my creativity and my content. Like you can see where I've started to be like in a flow state, but also in my sales as well. Yeah. Which is incredible.
0: Yeah. And I'm really excited to see, like I said earlier, I'm really excited to see how far this goes and I would love to revisit this conversation even six months down the road and just see how far it's, it's, come from this time until then, you know, and and I'm really excited for you. And I'm, I I think this is absolutely amazing and I have some fast round questions if you're okay with that. Yeah, Hit me. Okay. So if you won the lotto, what would be the first thing you purchase?
1: Uh, I I really want to purchase a studio so people can come in person and do some healing.
0: That's amazing. Okay. and what would you do if you had 24 hours to live?
1: Ooh, that's a tough one. I think I it would is, like yeah. do all the adrenaline things. I would just be like skydiving and like bungee jumping and just living for every moment.
0: Why not? Right. I mean, you only have 24 hours. It's the worst that <laughs> can happen. <laughs> um, what's the funniest thing you've ever seen in another person's house? <sighs>
1: That's a good one. Probably glass like dildo displays was my personal favorite.
0: Just Wow. Just hanging out in the living room like, like, yeah, hey, like a my house.
1: Yeah, like a sculpture of like a glass crystal <laughs> penis. And I was like, and I thought I was sexually open, but okay. <laughs>
0: Interesting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if your life was a movie, what would it be?
1: um oh i feel like some version of like motivated comedy
0: <laughs> Did you have but a movie you what... could compare it to
1: i don't if know not, that's okay no nah, i'm not sure on that one sorry
0: <laughs> no that's fine do you have a celebrity crush
1: oh um matthew mcconaughey oh
0: motivational
1: okay. yeah
0: All right, all right, all right. Love
1: him. And the accent. I bought his book and his audio book just so I could listen to him speak it to me. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah, the guy. I mean, I'm a guy and I'm not gay, but the guy's attractive. I'll put it, you know. Yeah. (laughs) So, okay, one more for you. If you could become invincible for one day, what would you do?
1: Oh, I would swim like to the absolute bottom of the ocean because I think there's so much cool stuff down there that we haven't even seen yet and just like check it out
0: yeah Yeah. absolutely well this has been so amazing and so interesting in all honesty probably the most fascinating podcast episode I've had to date and I'm really excited that you reached out to me and this is truly uh, just a joy and, and a treat thank you so much for for coming on
1: Thank you so much for having me. I've absolutely loved it.
0: Well, good. And I, I, I'm telling the truth. I want to talk to you in like six months and really see uh, the difference in life between now and then, if that's okay with you.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll do it. We'll set a date.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you again. And you enjoy, I guess it's daytime over there.
1: Yes, this okay, morning. Will
0: you, oh, okay. <laughs> well, you enjoy your day and uh, we will talk soon.
1: All right. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Bye bye. Tick tocking, tick tocking, tick tocking with Kevin Hughes. What'd you guys think of that? Right? What a ride that was. And so interesting, so fascinating. I was so excited after talking to her that I made a promise that in six months we are definitely doing this again and seeing how far she's taking it. What a great episode! And I know you guys loved it. You had to have. I mean, it was it was that good. So as always, I will have another fantastic guest next week right here on TikToking with me, Kevin Hughes. So if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Bye-bye now.